The Rune Factory games are undoubtedly some of the most unique and interesting farming sims on the market, and the farming sim gods must be smiling upon us because after 10 long years, Rune Factory 5 has finally graced Nintendo Switch consoles with its presence. A lot has changed in the last decade since we saw Rune Factory 4 released on the Nintendo 3DS. People have grown up, left school or home, while others have started a family or successfully traversed the rocky waters of their midlife crises. Nintendo has also been busy with the hugely successful release of their latest system, the Nintendo Switch. Expectations were high for the new and improved Rune Factory, on the new and improved console. But does Rune Factory 5 meet these expectations? In classic Rune Factory style, your character wakes up in a random location, with an apparently not-so-random case of amnesia. I honestly am glad I don't live in the Rune Factory universe, because amnesia seems to be a very common affliction, after an epic display of heroism, you are welcomed into a quaint town called Rigbark, and graciously given a job with Seed, who basically act as rangers. The story of Rune Factory 5, and how you will inevitably save Rigbarth from impending doom is different from its predecessors but the core gameplay elements are still the same ones we know and love. In between progressing the story, you will busy yourself by farming, dungeon crawling, and flirting with the locals. It is true that Rune Factory hasn't drastically changed up its formula in the last 10 years, and you will be met with a sense of familiarity. There is some of the same music, some of the same enemies, and even some of the same personalities but clad in a different skin. The developers have definitely taken a don't fix it if it's not broke stance here, but honestly that is a good thing. The franchise is incredible, and it is somewhat comforting to know that the new installment is still the same, faithful Rune Factory we all grew to love. The most obvious improvement from the previous titles however, is the 3D world that Rune Factory 5 is set in. Some have claimed that this world is composed of flat, lifeless planes, and while it is true that it is certainly no breath of the wilds, the world here is bright, vibrant, and is definitely a huge upgrade from what we saw in Rune Factory 4. The 3D, third-person perspective this game is presented in brings more life to Rigbarth, especially when it comes to exploring the town and getting to know its residents. Rigbarth is filled with gorky and interesting characters, and interacting with them from this more personal viewpoint is honestly very charming, and actually inspires you to engage with the relationship mechanics for once. Possibly the most important improvement made to the classic relationship mechanics however has to be the most welcome addition of same-sex marriages. Honestly, it's 2022, if you're making a sim game that doesn't include an option for same-sex marriages, what are you doing? I'm looking at you the sims. Relationship mechanics are very common in sim games but Rune Factory shakes up this formula by allowing you to take your friends out with you on adventures, making for some very powerful allies in battle. Your friends gain levels in combat just like you do. So if you go on adventures together frequently enough, they have the opportunity to get pretty up. This, coupled with the ability to equip them with stronger weapons makes the regular townsfolk of Rigbarth huge assets on your quest. The coolest part of this mechanic however, 
is that it's not just the townspeople you can invite out on missions with you. You are also able to tame and befriend the monsters that populate the wild areas around Rigbarth. Monster taming is the most unique and underrated part of the Rune Factory series. You are able to tame and transport monsters to your barn. From there you are able to get them to farm for you, use them as a mount to traverse the land faster, or my personal favorite option, level them up to god tier status and have them fight with you. These monsters can become absolute weapons on the battlefield, and it's not just regular monsters you can tame either. If you are dedicated and lucky enough, you are also able to tame any of the boss monsters in the game, making for some pretty intimidating companions. This mechanic is immeasurably useful and I would highly recommend taking full advantage of it during your playthrough. You are definitely going to need an extra set of hands, or paws, or claws on your farm this time around because now you've got several of them. Along with your farm at Seed Headquarters, you will also unlock other farms on your travels but these ones is infinitely cooler, because they're also dragons. Rune Factory does love to take classic aspects from sim games and tweak them to make them quirkier, and a farm on the back of a dragon certainly does meet those criteria. Apart from existing on the back of a giant mythical beast however, the farming mechanics themselves are more or less the same. The farming is enjoyable as always but the camera switches from top-down to third-person perspective when you are in the vicinity of your garden, and it can be a little janky and confusing at times. Especially when you accidentally walk in and out again quickly. The bird's eye view does help you see your crops better, but the transition back to third-person isn't very smooth. Perhaps it would have been better to sacrifice the ease of farming in preference for the view remaining in third-person throughout. For the most part though, this switch to third-person perspective has really helped elevate the Rune Factory experience. Personally, I am a huge fan of this new 3D world and find that it makes things like combat fresh, and exciting. Boss Monsters looks far more epic in their more realistic scale and the new target lock ability makes combat smoother so you're not aimlessly flinging your camera around looking for the enemy that you know is behind you. There are also plenty of new weapons and armor to find, craft, and upgrade to give you that extra edge in battle. Experimenting with the seemingly endless options of weapons and abilities keeps you engaged in the combat experience. Especially later on when the enemies get tougher and you have to start taking advantage of elemental weaknesses. Rune Factory 5, Nintendo Switch, Eb Games Australia But the question still remains, with such a huge upgrade in system, do the upgrades in Rune Factory 5 match up to that? This game does suffer in terms of performance. There is pop-in of assets as things suddenly appear in front of you once they finally get around to loading in and for some reason upon walking out of a building the frame rate drops to about 10 frames per second. But I don't play farming sims to experience the world's most amazing performance. Sure, it would be better if it was flawless, but the issues that this game has don't stop it from being enjoyable. I can deal with frame rate drops for a couple of seconds upon leaving a building in order to delve into the fantasy harvest moon experience of Rune Factory again. None of these issues are game-breaking, 
So you really just have to ask yourself if you are able to look past minor performance issues like that if the core gameplay is fun. And honestly, Rune Factory definitely delivers. I just hope we don't have to wait another 10 years for the next one.